0: Incoming Chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome one more time to Incoming Chat, the H2H business communication podcast by live chat. And I'm very excited today because this is, is our return to normality in a way. Um, this is the first podcast we're doing with a person in the studio oh, <laughs> in, in, in in a long, long time. And not only a, a person, it's a pleasure to me to have um, our guest today, Uh Anna Paula-Marie Sederholm. She is the head of marketing of Woodpecker. If you're a marketer, you definitely know what Woodpecker is. If you don't, you better start finding out. I'm going to add uh, links in the description so you can find out some more. Ana Paula, it's, gr- it's a pleasure to have you as our Thank first you. guest in so long. <laughs> How
1: I'm you doing? Really, I'm really happy to be here. I'm happy to meet everyone in person and be here in this great studio. And it's, it's really good to be like back in doing normal things you know i
0: know right like at least it feels like well it's not that bad it's we're, yeah. we're going back to normal yeah. and now uh, we do have a sort of a heavy uh, subject today um it's something i if you watch our show you probably notice that i don't have enough women um guests I swear to God, it's not my fault. It's not something that I've been doing <laughs> on purpose. But um, I had a chat with an Apollo not too long ago, and we we talked about, like, well, why don't we talk about women in tech? What's going on? Are we getting better? Things are changing or not? And um, that's what we're going to go for today.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting when you told me, when we talked a while ago, that you're really looking forward to talk to me because there are not many women that come along. And I was actually surprised, you know, because like the topics are so, like there are many women representing this industry, and and many women that are able to speak about this so so comfortably. So I was I was yeah surprised. So,
0: and and how just to start with your story um, before we go to what's happening around the world. Yeah. Uh, how do you end up in tech? I mean, Woodpecker is definitely a tech company. You guys, well, yes. the stuff that you guys are doing is amazing, and how. How did you end up here, and did you ever feel that it was sort of a a blocker for you to move into this industry?
1: Well, I was always a geek, and I always liked uh, Nintendo and Game Boy. I was not a tomboy, really, because I always had like this interest in fashion and women things, you might say. But um, I I was always interested, like what's inside there? What what is this? I I was having Windows computers and and watching Apple. I remember like having this boom and and watching Steve Jobs presenting his products and I was always like very interested in this world but it was a like it was not a mistake but it was like a like a not like something spontaneous that happened to me because I was apply um, uh, I applied for a job uh, in a company called Pivic Pro okay and uh, they have a web analysis tool and they had a project manager job in German and I was looking for jobs in German because I studied German language and i just wanted to like explore and go out of just being a language specialist or a translator because i thought it's pretty lame to just do the language thing like oh, in cool. my yeah. case uh and i remember that i did not get to the job there the project manager job but they told me hey don't you want to be like maybe a copywriter in german and i was like yeah this this sounds good what is a copywriter you know <laughs> <laughs> at that time i just like heard the writer and I was like yeah I like to write I always like to write let's do it and I went for this interview and and that's that's when it all happened for me I understood that there are companies like called software houses companies developing apps and tools and apps is not only an app on the phone and you know like everything this word just like opened up for me and yeah since then I'm I'm in IT I'm not a coder uh, I have a husband coder, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I work with a lot of brilliant women because Woodpecker hires like 50-50 girls, boys, uh, women, men. So we have also a lot of, um, coders in our um, product team. And I had an interview with one of them lately. It's a girl called Isa. Uh, and Isa is a very inspiring woman because she is now I don't know, like 40 years old, I would say, maybe a little bit older. I don't want to like right, right. guess her age. This <laughs> <laughs> but um, she told me that she's an engineer and, and she was, I think, an electrical engineer, something like this. And her husband is a coder. And, and he said to her that, look, you have a brain, you like logic, you like puzzles, you like solving stuff. Like, why don't you start coding? You know, and, and, and she went for it. And she found a group of girls that are helping women become coders. All right. Um, It's a group of girls that that they are, I think, preschool teachers or something, and they just, you know, by themselves, they just started to, to, to reinvent themselves, you know? And Isa joined one of those workshops and started to learn how to code. And now she's a tester in our product team not bad and she's learning how to automate code and yeah she's like such an inspiration and there are so many stories out there like women just like her and yes
0: do you do you feel that um, (laughs) (laughs) sorry no but but do you feel that there was uh, ever I mean maybe not just for you but uh, for some of the women that you work with there was sort of a blocker for them also to like all right. Lose inspiration. If, if, for example, when you were telling your story, you were really passionate about like what's behind a Nintendo, like how are things made. Um, but that curiosity, sometime, and I see it on my daughter too, is is sort of pushed to the side, trying to move women or girls in this case to more women things. Yeah. And, and it's and something I still don't understand, and it, it pisses me off now as, a, as as a parent. Like, why do we have to have this sort of separation? So um, that being said, do you do you f- ever feel that that still applies? Uh, for example, at work, uh, maybe not in your company, but in companies, have you seen that we still trying to like no, 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 women they're going to go and work on this area, and we're hiring guys for this?
1: Yes, I do. I do see a lot of separation still. I think it started like for me understanding this type of separation I did in high school, because high school was this place where there was a division women do the women kind of subjects, like history, literature, like this is all the women stuff, languages, and, and the more like adv- advanced skills, like chem- chemistry and physics and biology, yeah. all of this was covered like by men, and they were like, the boys were the best in those, and the boys would go on competitions, and the girls were like, even if you had a interest in those subjects, you were not really pushed, you know? That you were not motivated, and me at home... For example, I wasn't as well, like, you know, like I I was supposed to, this is my personal story, like I was supposed to look pretty, I was supposed to be always nice and welcoming, to know how to cook a meal, to know how to, like, please men in a way of of always be nice and gentle towards them, and, you know, but uh, I was never pushed to be, I don't want to say intelligent, because I was, but not to be like, you know, you don't have to be, uh, the one wearing the pens in the house. You don't have to be this woman that has to provide. This is the, the, men's world, the man's world, you know? Yeah. And that was not so long ago because I'm not such an old woman. So So this was my circumstance. And I know that my friends share this circumstance. Every time we have success, every time we go a little further in our careers or there's an article printed on us or something, there's always this surprise element. Why? Why is that? Why is it surprising to us that women are still able like able to accomplish things? You know, I think they tag us like the a woman that has success, a woman that accomplished something. It's it's not we are all equal, right? There is like no technical or math chromosome that you have additional in your brain that it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, we are we are equal when it comes to our minds. And I think that just physically, we are different, you know, like in physical jobs, but not in the tech industry. It shouldn't. It shouldn't really. Make it shouldn't be.
0: No, but, but I still feel that there is this um, sort of n- not discouraging or not trying to block. Hopefully, but r- like right now on, on this age, um, it feels like there is a certain push or uh, at least is advertised, like like women can, women need to go to STEM. Like women are allowed to. Go whatever they want which is like even when i'm saying it right now it sounds so wrong it's like what, why are yeah. we even discussing this right um but do you think this is something new like all right we, we're we're trying to catch up right like i mean there are women marching all around the world for their rights yeah. there hopefully there are enough uh, men backing this up too but this change is happening right now towards women hopefully mm-hmm. do you think it's something new or we've been fighting this fight for a long time
1: I think that we have been fighting this fight for a long time, but as I was preparing for our interview and doing some research on female history and and how we are in the i t industry, I stumbled upon stories of women that actually started they started the first code that was developed was developed by a woman in the eighteen hundreds in great britain so and then there are stories about women working for m i t and NASA because back then in the 50s you know there was nothing like coding school or yeah. code or university stanford was the first university that had computer science but they in order to have someone working there the only thing they would do was a logic test so of course women would pass that test <laughs> you know and there was like 50 percent women working with coding so men would be focused on hardware mm-hmm. and the women would be focused on software. And there are so many amazing stories. For example, there's this woman. Uh she she was a coder as well. And um in the US, I don't remember her name right now, but um, she was forced to quit her job because she was pregnant. So what she did was she started a company for women that have children. So at the daytime they would actually um you know be with their children and at night they would code you know Hmm. so it was like all possible until a certain certain time and there was the 80s where it all shifted you know and suddenly women were pushed out from from this industry women were like more keen to to work at home be this woman with the children and not really working and i think what did this to us is like you know pop culture Media, like what else, you know?
0: Well, I mean, it's pop culture, media, press, everything. It just influences everything we, that we do. I mean, yes. look at the, like what happened in the US for not too long ago and um, like fake news everywhere. Um, everything is influencing things one way or or another. But when looking at the at the situation with women, right? Like um, you, you just say in the 80s, they were pushed back to like, no, 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 you go back to just being a woman. Yeah. But... Um, it's a fight that never ends. We're fighting again here in the two, in 2020 um, in tech right now because you see it every day yes and I know that you guys hire um, a lot of women to how 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 do you see the evolution of it like are, are women taking more like do you have, do they have to fight more or take more strength to break into a world of men or? Or companies are willingly opening the doors for like, all right, well, we're all equal, let's bring women in.
1: Well, uh, I think that we are a little bit seen like like another group of workers, maybe. I think that um, there are actually companies that are helping companies to hire women. There is this very cool company. It's like a duo of women. They're called Dare IT, I think they are let's say uh, you have a company and you want to hire more women they're actually helping you to do this mm-hmm. so they are um they are creating advertisements and ads ad- advertisements and uh, like work ads related that are more relatable for women and some you know like doing some tests on what is more approachable for women and helping companies really becoming those companies that have like this big diversity 50 50 like women and and men and um but there are not enough stories out there yet and i think it's because women were pushed a little bit like there was this there is this stereotype it the tech world is a men's world
0: it's a bra world, right?
1: Yes. And, you know, like I don't think that men would have accomplished half of what they had without the help of women. And I think it's the opposite as well. We just need each other, you know. Um, and I think it would be great to jump back to that 50-50 and equal pay and not like, now when I saw the numbers, there are only like 35% in the tech industry are women workers, you know. so, so. Yeah,
0: that's definitely not enough. But, um, yeah. and, and that's what I was saying, the the, the bro thing. And you, you're part of a startup. I work with a lot of startups too. Uh, and I keep seeing this like bro thing that we're just going to make millions. I mean, I, I, I would love <laughs> to mention a bunch of um, startups that they're very well known, um, that they have this attitude and they keep sort of bringing it up as a, as, as, as a community of guys that are making stuff. And they forget mm-hmm. that... Uh, they need a, a, a balanced workforce. They need something that it brings different points of view. Otherwise, and they're going to yeah. end up uh, being an, an inbred company, right?
1: Yeah, maybe m- men are very money-driven, you know? Maybe more than women. I don't know. I don't want to have, like, theories about... because. But there has been the same pressure that I told you about that I had in my childhood to look ba- uh, to look good and to be, like, this, you know, nice woman, soft woman men have the same pressure and it's also not fair on them to be successful, to be manly, to be, you know, like uh, economically independent. So we put that much pressure and then of course the consequence is going to be that there are going to be dudes running around, you know, wanting to ma- make millions
0: yeah, and, not fast really, cars.
1: Yeah, and not really being interested in like having a nice company for, for women and for men.
0: Now I, I was reading also before our, our, our uh, conversation, um, a lot of men, actually most men, think that we're working towards an equal world. Mm-hmm. But only 40% of women, they see it that way. Uh, so majority of women, they still see the, the, the blocks. What, what, do you, what do you feel it was, or it is, uh, the main block? Is it just men that, that don't want to hire women or there's not enough opportunities for women to learn these things that they're needed in the tech world?
1: I think there are so many blockers, different blockers. I think one of the big blockers is um, the history of us being the only sex that can be pregnant and have children. And our country is not really applying to this in a way that men also can have a paternity leave, for example. Mm -hmm. So I think that if that would change, um, if men would have this opportunity to also raise their kids uh, by themselves at home, while the woman is making a career for herself. I think that would change a lot, and this would change also how how society would see us. Um, I think a big big blocker is also equalizing of pay, that we're still not getting paid the same. Um, and you know, I remember many job interviews, unfortunately. Where I was dismissed the moment I voluntarily choose to say that I'm a mom, you know, because if you see it very negatively, of course, you can connect being a mother to many sick days, you know, like you yeah, are not so, focused, whatever, yes, right? yeah, not so focused.: Yes, yeah, you' are not so focused, and you have to leave your job early, you know, all sorts of things. But they do not see that women, mothers that come to a company they're gonna like kick ass and they're gonna do their best because they have mouths to feed it's a it's a horrible like it's huge huge responsibility that we have and it's amazing how much it motivates us you know i become i became like this entirely different ana paula version like 200 plus because of my kids you know like i'm a much better person i'm a much better worker because, you know, there's this, you know, yeah, you want to be huge your best. Yeah.
0: huge motivation for it.
1: Yeah.
0: But I, I'm going to try to put it in the positive side now because I, I think we, we talk a lot about the blockers and, and things. Um, when we move to things that are happening, um, you guys are hiring uh, women constantly. Um, what things need to happen? What are the things companies should start doing uh, in order to not only reach out to women, but also to, to balance their own workforce. I mean, after all, it's, it's, it's for their own benefit. Yes. So what, what little initiatives do you think companies can start doing or things that you, you've done?
1: I think that we have to start to have a conversation. I think it would be great if companies just come together and really talk and, and let the women talk. Ask them, are you comfortable here? Do you feel that you're paid enough? How are your men colleagues? Are they nice to you? Are they commenting on your look? Do you feel like, you know, like, just start a conversation, even like one by one. Make sure that your work environment is good for everyone, not just for the dudes, you know. And make sure that women have as much chance as everyone else. Like, this would be great. I think that Woodpecker is trying to uh, push it even further because they've asked me to start this podcast on uh, women in, in companies like ours, or women that are CEOs and founders, it's incredibly hard even on LinkedIn to find women like this. If you just type in CEO or founder, you have like an endless list of dudes and they're like cup of women you know yeah there's (laughs)
0: like almost like a case study
1: (laughs) yeah and and i reached out to to women i found very inspiring histories and and i told them look i i just want to have a conversation with you and inspire not just women inspire everyone and talk about your story how, how you created a company how you just you know did all this and every woman i reached out to tons of them you know every woman said yes because everyone feels that there is not enough conversation there's not enough highlight on this like we have so many success stories about men you know and there is not enough space in media for women and there are lots i
0: mean that that's that's yeah. what surprised me like you always read about the the dude that make a million the dude that sold the company yeah. um yeah and there's not enough but again it's the influence of the media it's like it's like for so. some reason We're trying to keep the separation there. I don't know what kind of higher powers are touching this. Um, So let me let me go because, like like I said, I was doing some research and
1: yeah, let's hear. I wanted to I wanted to
0: bring a couple of the things that um, that show about women in tech. So only thirty seven percent of tech startups have one woman on the board of directors. So this is going to the leadership of women. Like we. We can see that maybe maybe um, doors are being opened. Mm-hmm. but to get women to higher positions, that's even harder. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you you are head of marketing, right? Uh, yes. But I, I don't I don't want to go through all the struggles that you get to become a, a, a lady boss. How, uh, <laughs> how it's uh, said <laughs> in LinkedIn yeah. a lot. But how you how you see the, the 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 leadership? Are we are we seeing more influence? From women on top or?
1: I think we do. I think that like from the very, very top, like even you can see that in the United States um, this year, we have Kamala Harris that is like such an inspiration. Finally, a woman badass. We had Michelle Obama, which was also like a great woman to look up to um, when it comes like to more local local women. Um, At Woodpecker, we do have, I think... Also like half of the board is men and half is, is women. So oh, wow. it's very nice. There is uh, there is one girl mm, in our company that started, I think she was in the support team first and now she's the chief operating officer. So she really climbed like all the ladders that you can climb at Woodpecker. And, you know, once you meet her, you know why. It's not because she's beautiful. She is, by the way. <laughs> but, you know, it's <laughs> not because... Plus. Yeah, it's a plus. It's not because she she is thriving and she's like so smart, you know, like she's leaking smartness. And 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 this is like Woodpecker is such a great place because of that, because they recognize like people like this, you know, and 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 she is one of those success stories. And I think that we have to we have to talk about those type of things, you know, and and those type of women.
0: Yeah, I mean, it happened to us uh, too in live chat. I mean, our chief product officer is a woman, chief people officer, and chief financial officer also. So you feel there's a good balance that luckily it didn't happen as a push. I mean, it's not something that all right, we need to bring women up. It it was just the people who actually took the leadership. And and one of the things that we appreciate in our company too is there's this like take ownership of things. Mm -hmm. And these are women that took ownership of their own role and they took it to the next level to become a chief um, CXO, right? Yeah. Now, um, going back to the numbers that I wanted to share with you is, yeah, we see startups trying to be open. Like Mm -hmm. June just passed, uh, diversity month, rainbow flags everywhere. Yeah. I mean, PR moves, like, it <laughs> will not be over. But some of the biggest problems, some of the lowest numbers of women in tech, they come from the big companies like Google, Apple. Um, they, they try, yeah. uh, by, you can read in the PR, but it feels that it's not happening. Do you think the change is going to come from the top as an example from big companies or from the bottom as like, this is how we want to do it onwards?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. I think those companies, the big big companies, the Silicon Valley companies, they should definitely push an example. Because, you know, I even hear our board meetings or manager meetings where we're always like referring to Facebook or MailChimp or those big companies Mm -hmm. because we all want to be like there, you know. So if they set an example for the smaller companies, of course it's, it's going to follow. Look what Netflix is doing. Netflix is doing a great job on diversity and, and women history and so, ma- so many titles. I have seen like this, this. Um, I watched a series called Self-Mate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, about this black woman uh, that in the 1900s, she was a washer, you know, just escaped slavery. And she became the first black millionaire in the united states woman millionaire so yeah we just exactly like netflix is telling the story why to inspire and also to be like it's okay it's okay it's a woman you know yeah. like it's, it's fine like it's, like,
0: like it's not a special case right?
1: Really. no no it happens and we have to just um, yeah we have to stand up and talk i think that's the most important and google and microsoft is hiring like a great deal of inspiring women And I think that we just have to like be a little bit more out there with those conversations. Like even like we're doing today, you know, I feel great about this because it's, it's important. Even if we reach a small amount of audience, just having the opportunity to really like advocate for women. Like I'm one in a billion and and I don't speak for everyone. Probably a lot of women seeing me will disagree with me, but Still, I think it's important to have conversations.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, and, and, and to me, even though I have to bring the, the, uh, the I'm a father of a woman card, uh, like, which yeah. I hate because everybody says like, oh, well, now that I'm a, now that I have a little girl, I understand. You'd never understand because you're yeah. not in that position. And is and <laughs> it's, it's so unique um, in the good side and the bad sides uh, to be in the position of a woman. You have to fight a different fight. It's a whole yeah. different journey uh, for you guys than, for us dudes but at, at the same time you were i think you're totally right when you say we we're being put these expectations on top like without even asking and mm-hmm. and i feel sometimes too um i don't know just choosing something for my daughter and for my son i will grab the play girl magazine for my daughter and the lego ninja for my son but yeah, it's yeah. is it's not that i'm thinking like all right i need to buy this otherwise uh, i'm going to have a gay son oh it's nothing wrong with that oh like it's yeah it's, it's so it's much very stuff. Hard. It is. I it know. is, and um, hopefully these little things. And and I mean, I not only wanted to have you here to talk about this, because it's also like to have you live, and and yeah. I really value your your view in this. But hopefully things are changing little by little. Um, we're gonna add also some of the some of the um the initiatives that you've seen uh, in the descriptions too. So um, hopefully women that are watching this, they. Yeah they get inspired and they take the step and like, well, just, you can do whatever you want. It's, it's not, I hope it's so. not a separate um, road. It's really a different nice. journey, but the road is the same, I think, I feel. Yeah, Anna Paula, any, any sort of last thought um, on what, I mean, you've seen, you've seen many women getting into tech. Um, yes. Any good advice or any, any good like first step
1: I think it's very important who we surround ourselves with. Like, don't surround yourselves, even if it's family, don't surround yourselves too much with toxicity and those f- thoughts of you cannot do it. This is something only men can do. Don't don't listen to this because, you know, like only you for yourself know what your path is. And I think that we should start a conversation at our work um, to, to just make it, better for us you know like and and really don't don't be shy and and be out there start conversations that's that's the most important
0: and if you're dude, just listen to that conversation because it's <laughs> it's needed and um you, you don't you shouldn't have to go and have a daughter to understand that it's gonna be hard uh just make it easy and anapala mm-hmm. i just wanted to thank you for joining me today and this mm-hmm. first Um, after so long uh, podcast live with someone in the studio and um, hopefully we'll have you back whenever you want i mean mi casa es su casa (laughs)
1: thank you likewise
0: for all of you watching uh, this was incoming chat if you learned something today make sure you like this video and subscribe to our channel to keep watching amazing content that we will be bringing to you thank you so much and thank 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 you you for watching everyone
1: Incoming chat.